Welcome to Fresh from the Esky. Subtitled Ordinary Lives, Ordinary People. Accompanied by Ordinary Production, Ordinary Editing. Sit back, grab a beer, relax and enjoy. Good evening, Benny. Here we are, episode three this will be. Um, I think we'll just have a bit of a look back on how the first two have went. How do you think they've went? Um, yeah, not too bad. Received um, a lot of feedback, some some positive. There's also been a couple of um, criticisms that we've received as well, not just from um, Mum, from other people as well. Yes, yeah. Look, I'll be honest, it's had a lot more views than I thought it would. Or Are they called views, are they? Yeah, views, views plays, listens, or plays, yeah. And there's been some good critiquing. Um, even the critiques have been pretty positive, what they've said. Like, you know, so um, we'll delve into them a bit this evening. Um, it's just you and I this evening on this balmy Queensland evening here. I've had to turn the fan off in an effort to keep the audio a bit better than my last effort. Yeah, working on the audio now. Hopefully that cricket goes away too and you can't oh, hear that. that. That does add to the ambience and all the atmosphere and that's what we're looking to do. But uh, look, I'll be honest, uh, episode two with Wayne Retzel, yeah, the audio let the show down and I can't apologise enough to Wayne Retzel because I thought he was a, a fantastic guest. Yes, definitely was. And um, yeah, the audio is the thing that let the show to hope. But we're only amateurs here. This is just a bit of fun. We're just trying to do something. All right, before we um, get into having a look at the critiquing and that, we might, um, this week's beer, Ben. I grabbed these at um, Dan Murphy's. The Bear Beer. It's got a polar bear on the front. Looks a bit like a Bundy rum. Um, it's a heavy beer. Yeah, um, lager. Sorry? It's a lager. Yes. Where's it made, Ben? Because I can't see. My eyes aren't that good. Uh, it is made in New South Wales. There you go. It's an Australian beer. Made by which brewery is this? I oh, know. Beer brewed and bottled in Germany. Oh. Oh, there's a New South Wales in Germany as well. No. Yeah, yeah, imported yeah. by um, New South Wales. Someone in New South Wales. This is the second time in this podcast your geography skills have let you down for a school teacher Ben you don't teach geography do you oh, I do actually well, oh, do you really classifies as my sauce oh, oh I'm hoping yeah well I hope the kids know I have to do a bit of a test on them one day maybe see how they go well I'm going to try it see what it tastes like did you get the the twist on the lid on the mic I did I think it, that is a very foreign beer isn't I like it? it. You like it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind it, but it's not... It's a very full-bodied beer. But it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it tastes something... um, very similar to the of the German beers. Oh, well, it is German, so that's why. But, like, um, when I go to Oktoberfest down in Emi Park, it tastes a lot like the Ottingers and that. Yes. That they have down there. I think, as you said before, I yeah. think that would be because it is a German, German beer. beer yeah, yeah. That's not a bad beer. Anyway... Let's delve a bit deeper into um, how we've gone so far with the podcast. I must say, it's, I know, it's been harder than I thought and easier than I thought in different ways. Like, obviously, I've got to learn a lot more about the technical side of it. Um, 
first episode I had to get you to upload it. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I couldn't get it to upload. It kept saying it was too big. And I thought, well, other guys run podcasts along with this. But um, what do I have to do? Change the... Yeah, all we had to do was convert it to an MP4 and MP3 file. Yep. The um, talking actually on it isn't too bad. I, f- I feel we can improve. Like, I know I'm probably umming and ahhing a bit much, but like I say, I'm not going to edit them out. That's We're trying to keep it as a natural couple of guys, father and son in this case, having a chat. I was told one of the, one of the positive criticisms, I'll, I'll say positive, was that we're maybe a bit too bit too robotic with our voices, someone told me. Too robotic? Yeah, really? which I, I didn't believe. I thought we were pretty... Yeah. Put some emotion into it. Yeah, too monotone, I Yeah, feel. too monotone, oh, right, yeah. Right. Right. We put it put asleep. Really? With yeah. our voices, not the conversation, but the voices. We've got bedroom voices, maybe, Ben. Hmm. Yeah, well, just looking into some of the critiques we had, um, they came from... Um, wide and far too. Um, yeah, had l- listeners couple. in New South Wales and Victoria. Yes, which was good, like very good actually. Now, let's see. Um, Aaron Longbottom, local golfer, he used to be here. Um, his is is this some classic sledge? Now, there are a few of the boys that outworked that thought my nickname, thanks to Mark Motor, was actually Sledge, not Ledge. Uh, which they seemed to run with and quite enjoyed. I had to let him know that, no, it's just good conversation. And um, generally people having a chat. Jackson Rabbers, you know Jackson Rabbers, don't you? Yes. Um, he thought it was a good listen, although he thought Tiger Woods got snubbed in the GOAT debate, but I think we did mention Tiger Woods, did we not? Uh, I think you lightly touched on him and said he was just dominant, but I don't think there was any further delve into him. Just before we go a bit further with that, that's one thing. You think you've mentioned everything and then you'll think, oh, I didn't mention this and that. And In the GOAT debate, we did not mention Roger Federer, Novak Djokovic, Djokovic or Rafael Nadal, who all, of course, are constantly in the GOAT debate with their, um, what, 20, 20 and 21 um, Grand Slam yeah. wins. But I still don't know how that compares to... Heather Mackay, because Heather Mackay, yes, the only one 16, there was only one a year. They got four to compete for a year. Well, she a lot of people ask me about the title and ask me who Heather Mackay was, and I say, well, if you listen to the podcast, it actually gets answered. You've just got to listen. Yes, I'm going to delve a bit more into that Heather Mackay. I'm sure her birthplace, there must be something erected for Heather well, Mackay. And if there isn't, I think we should maybe hear it fresh from the Esky that I... Um, a fundraiser going, maybe, too. Well, Tyler, um, obviously Tyler, your son, I'm talking about here, um, mentioned to me that she's probably that small enough kind of person that we'd be able to get her on the show. But I think she's about... She would be about 80-something now, and I don't know how I'd get in contact with her. I doubt she'd have an Instagram account or anything like that. She must have family that do, though. So if anyone is out there that knows her whereabouts or where to have Heather Mackay, we would like to speak to her, actually. Because I just think she could be the lost goat, the unknown goat. Maybe that's the guest we invite on at the end of the show. Yes, well, I was thinking I was going to ask you who you'd like to invite on, but, yeah, I think it will. Well, when we get to that, we might... I think that could be a good choice, Ben. Very good choice. Now, where was up to um, with our critiques? Jackson Rabbit, you just said, um, thought it was a good listen. Yes. um, Thanks for the support, Jackson. Yes, Nicole Murray, um, your cousin, my niece. Got my listening playlist sorted for the trip home tomorrow. Steve McFarlane, probably one of the more in-depth um, 
critiques we got. I laughed, I cried, I swore, I gave thanks. I subscribed. Well, thanks for that, Stephen. Uh, such a roller coaster of emotions. He always was a pretty on edge kind of person. Like, a, you know, like never. I used to think he may be bipolar. I mean, he's been to uni, back from uni, does a lot of things, Stephen. Thoroughly livened up the trips back and forth to work. I don't know how you're going. I hope you're going all right down there, Stephen. Stephen's on the um, Clarence River near Grafton. I think he lives in Grafton these days, but he's still got the general store at St Lawrence there where he crosses over. I think it, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Clarence or Richmond River. I think it's the Clarence River there. So hope um, you're still dry there, Stephen. Well, if uh, uh, Fresh from the Esky ever goes on tour, we, we'll have to get him on. Oh, we will. We will. Um, Ben is a natural. Ledge could do us more polish. Thanks. I really, I really like that one actually. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, thanks for that, Stephen. Uh, like the background ambience, much better than the studio silence. But your intro music is a bit jarring. <laughs> so thanks for that very um, in-depth uh, critique there, Stephen. Went to a, a bit of trouble. What have you got? Uh, you got anything there, um, Ben? Um, yeah, I got a couple that I can just remember off the top of my head. Um, Josh Costa. Good mate of mine just moved down to Melbourne. I think he's let the uh, big city get to his head a bit. He's criticised our podcast and said that the intro maybe was a bit too long, he thinks, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that is something maybe we could work on, I suppose. But I like the music. I like the way it comes in and out. But, yeah, I think he's... he's Yeah, that's that Melbourne highbrow thing. Mm. I think it's already taken to him a bit. I think the first thing he bought in the new apartment that they moved into was a new coffee machine. So. Oh, yes. And I bet you he goes for smashed avocado and that. Yeah. Yeah, and that was another thing I heard. Uh, crumb steaks are available in Melbourne. A uh, bit harder to find. Very, very rare. I had... Oh, no, you can get them cooked however you like, mate. <laughs> I had Kirsten message me and tell me that. That's um, Kirsten Darcy's fiancée. Uh, message me and tell me that they're very hard to find in Melbourne. You can get them, but very hard. And when you do get them, they're something else, she said. I can't remember what I'll have to Would check. Would be a schnitzel quickly. of some kind they call them or something. Um, uh, beef schnitzel, yes. Same thing, crumb steak beef schnitzel. Um, Jared Raven, good work, legend Ben. Felt like I was back at Blackburn Park, which I'm not sure where that is. Um, I don't know if he that the ambience is what he meant, the atmosphere of it all. Or, or Blackburn pa- Park, maybe somewhere down in Victoria when you're talking oh, about I home. I presume. Um, Jed, of course, was from the Geelong area. He's a Geelong supporter, much to my disgust, but someone's got to support him, I suppose. Chris Scott and his men, and that's Joel Selwood guy. Um, also got uh, Glenn Hunt from down Middlewall, Victoria. Good work. Steve Reed, Good work from Steve Reed as well. I uh, got a phone call today from Louie Rowlands down home. He thought the second one was actually better than the first one, so he's must Obviously. have been talking about the conversation rather than the, the quality definitely. of it. Yeah. Yes, definitely, I think, yeah. Um, because, and the, I suppose what made the conversation so good on the second one was Wayne Retto, our guest. I, I thought he was really good, actually. But, yeah, look, there's a few things we've got to improve on, but we can work on that. Um, one thing that did come up was my um, education, or lack of, apparently, that these mentioned that you didn't complete grade 12 I didn't com- no I never started grade 12 or no. 11 I left at grade 10 which was very common those days and um, that the fact that you've done uni so 
I was thinking about that. I was thinking, well, maybe, Ben, you can answer this question and maybe this could be the question for the podcast at the end of the podcast. The Q&A, yeah. If you haven't checked that out, episode two, there's actually a little Q&A section there as well where you can recommend who you would like to see on the podcast next. Yes, big shout-out to Tyler Hodgins. He's already got a couple of people want Tyler Hodgins on there. Yeah, well, I think Tyler said he, he couldn't take it seriously. He'd just be laughing the whole time. Well, I think we'll have to get Tyler on, but we'll maybe leave it a little longer. But no, I was thinking... um. You know that motorbike I've got in the shed there, Ben, the, the Kawasaki? Yeah. Well, see, in 1984, that was probably the goat of motorbikes, as they would say at the time. Well, it was a botty anyway, the bike of the year, one of it in several countries and that. And I was a, a young man then, and I bought that, like, I was rolling the money. I think I was earning just over $200 a week. So I decided I was going to buy a road bike. I'd always had bikes. And I decided I'd buy a road bike anyway. Um, I went and test drove. I was a Honda person, so I went and test drove a um, CB900. Well, when I say test drove, I looked at um, Ross Bromwell, I think it was, my um, footy captain at the time. He was selling a Honda CB900 bolted door, so I thought I'll have a look at this. Anyway, I got up to about 180k and it started weaving and tank slapping and that. And I thought, oh, I don't know about this. Anyway, I took it back to Bomber and I said that to him, he said, oh yeah, no, you can drive through that, it'll straighten up after you get to about 200. Oh, well, you're a braver man than me, Bomber, so I thought I'll, I'll look into something else anyway. These Kawasaki 900s were around, so I went and bought one of them. Now, they were very, actually, my dad even gave it a test blast on the way back from Melbourne where we bought it. I think he got it up to 200 kilometres an hour before I did. But yeah, I used to um, ride around, um, do the trip from... Um, Markwood to Wangaratta, which was about 20k, you used to try and do it as quick as you could at those days. You know, sitting around 200, 220k. Everyone used to hear the bike around the town. But at night, you turn on the light and the light seemed to get dimmer the faster you went. I, I suppose it was because you were just getting closer. But this is my thought, Ben, and this is how your... This is the question that you're going to ask yes, me? this is how my mind works, your father's mind works. I used to think to myself, sometimes I was driving... You know, like like I say, I used to zoom around pretty quick at times. Not that I was a great motorcycle rider. I found out when I went riding with some other guys, a lot of guys were a lot quicker than me. But I used to think to myself, at night, I'd only probably would never get to 200 at night, probably 180. And Very dangerous. To, for someone who tells me that I'm not a great driver, for you to get up that high. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not recommending this to anyone. It was very silly at the time, very silly. But now, at night time, right, if, my, if I did a bit of work, you know, did a bit of head work on the nine or I already had a four into one. That's what used to, you should have, the sound it used to make on a cool morning in Markwood, Victoria, in the still air, like people used to hear me for kilometres away. It actually gave me a bit of notoriety, that Hodgins kid. That's anyway, a dickhead. Yeah, he's a dickhead, yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, righto, so at night, right, if I did a bit of work with the bike, and I've got it going a bit quicker. When I say a bit quicker, I've got it going to the speed of light. All right, at night time. What would happen when I turn on my headlight? Would I see a light or not? Or would I just be swallowing the light because I'm going at the speed of light? I feel Steve McFarlane will have a reply for this in his next critique. Um, yeah, look, I didn't study that at uni. I oh, started so, teaching. Um, so you're not going to teach anyone about light and the speed of light? Probably not, no. No, obviously not. Because you don't in saying that, I do have to teach grade 7 science this year. But I don't think grade well, maybe ask that. them. What, tra- what travels fastest? Sound or light? Are you serious? 
No, I'm asking you. Um, light. Well, there's the answer. So, oh, what's that's not the answer to what happens when I turn my light on. <laughs> Shoving at the exact same. I'm already, I'm already many, many kilometres ahead of the sound. Yeah. Like my bike will have flashed by before anyone hears me coming. Yeah. Not even Trevor but- Hooligan at his farm, whose mum I think used to complain a little um, about my bike. I'll be gone to Wangarad, nearly to, I'll be to Melbourne before she hears me go by. Yeah. I'll have actually been back home before she hears me going one way. I'm, but, I'm, I'm stumped on the why, why is this a question that you're asking? Because that's how my mind works. That's what I used to think to myself when I was riding along at night. Because I didn't have a, anything in me ears like, you know, we didn't have headphones or ear pods or anything. So you had to do something to amuse yourself while riding along. That's like, you sound like one of the, it's just an impossible question. I don't know the answer what? to it. But it's not, can't be. But it's like the, I had a student ask me, why is it called a building when it's already built? Oh, I don't right. know the answer to it. No, neither do I. That's, why are you asking me? That's, but that's that's just a play on words. That's a silly thing. But Yours is pretty silly. No, it's not. You're it. never going to reach the speed of light. May one day. If I did a bit more work, I'm actually, no. Some of the bikes go very quick these days. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, I think it was... We had some more comments. You got any more critiques there? Um, yeah, I just put in uh, my group chat, and I just said, um, look, "Has anyone got any any feedback on the on the episodes? So we're going to record one now, and just talking about how we've went on the first one. I got one from Ricky McHugh. He said, um, "Need maybe need another mic so both guests sound pretty crisp." He's obviously talking about the uh, Wayne Redsill interview. Yes. Make sure you understand before you butt in and ask obvious questions done that a couple of times on the Wayne Redsell episode. I assume he's talking about me there. And to Ricky McHugh, I'd say, shut up. Because you don't know. Well, actually, um, that's one thing I did feel. I feel felt the audio did cover up the fact that I um, probably was a bit awkward as an interviewer. I did go out of my way, because I've listened to some other podcasts, and I think some of the podcast people that are, um, have people on for conversations seem to talk more about themselves so I did try not to but maybe sometimes I did um, come over the top of Wayne when I should have been but I did honestly oh, well, make th- an effort not I think to. he was talking about me I just oh. found it hard to interject at times between when you two were talking because yeah, just the conversation between you two was just flowing so well I didn't think I actually need to be here for most of your episodes yes well really I think maybe there's a little bit of envy in there with Ricky, maybe you think because I thought you did very well, Ben. I thought you interjected very well at the right time. So, like bringing up the red ledge um, came on spot on the right time. I thought that was well done. Yeah. And um, not that I want to talk about red ledge, it's something you know in my past that done and dusted. Like, you know, I don't No, actually, no, it was quite amusing. The red ledge, I think maybe, maybe Ricky McHugh, we can come on here and see how he goes as a guest. I think Ricky McHugh might be a good guest, hmm. you know, and we'll see that. That development through the um, the Capra's pathway. How's that going for him? No, it didn't lead anywhere, but yeah. But he, yeah, he so w- take that, Ricky. Yeah. He's going to be developing for a long time, obviously. Mm. You know, like I mean, let's be honest. Ricky's maturity levels wouldn't be sky high, are they? No, like, they I mean he runs with you. For God's sake. And you know. me, hmm. oh, I got a lot less, a uh, lot less mature friends than me. He has. Oh really? Hayden Thomas to mention one. He's your friend too. Yeah, but he was Ricky's friend first. Oh, I'm getting nitpicking now. Um, I did have one, I'm sure I had one from um, another niece, Lisa, who commented that we started 
she, we lost her when we started talking about football in episode one. Yes. So, um, we maybe should bring in some other subjects, I suppose. I mean, I did state it would be a sport-based thing and that. If you if you want to bring in another subject, Corey Redsell has provided me with a brilliant response. Has he? He said he likes likes the sections that we have. Maybe sometimes we could bring in a section and he wants it to be called Would You Rather? So he's just said, start a section that's called Would You Rather? And ask Ledge, would he rather fight a grizzly bear or a saltwater croc? I know we're starting this new section now. That's just what he said. I think he actually, I think the question he wants is who would win in a fight between a grizzly bear and a saltwater croc? Because he always asks this question. He's never said, who would you rather fight? It's always, who would win between a croc and a grizzly bear? I, I would, myself, I would back the um, grizzly bear. But by the same token, if I had to fight one of them, I'd prefer to fight a grizzly bear. You reckon? You'd rather fight the grizzly bear than croc? I think so, yes. I'm a better runner than swimmer. I reckon I'd take the croc in a fight. No, just plain, plain white room. No environmental factors. Oh, really? Is what Corey oh, said. Yeah. He outlined that. Yeah, no, no. I'd just no take the croc. I could take the croc out straight away. You reckon the croc just gets onto your, onto your um, ankle, gets your Achilles, no, you're but done. I'd, I'd get in behind him, leap over the back, grab him, grab his snout, got him. They've got no jaw opening pressure. They've just got jaw clamping is it, pressure. Is it crocodile or shark you're supposed to... Um, I mean, poking in the eye works for no, that's most just, animals. But yeah, or is anyone. It, that's just a mugger down the street. Poke them in the eye. I thought there was one that's like if a crocodile's got you or a shark's got you, you poke them in the eye. Really? Could be. I, I'm not sure of that. I know if you want to catch a rabbit, you put salt on its tail. What? <laughs> you never, never, never heard of that. Is oh, that a, well, you is try. That you try. Saying? No, it's a thing you do. You put salt on salt, you'll catch it every time. I feel like there's something, a joke going over my head or something here. No, I don't think so. You try it. You try it. Take some salt and try and catch a rabbit. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all the um, all the uh, news that I had about it. Yeah, well... Oh, actually, besides the... When you go to Spotify and you um, you look at the podcast... So you go search the fresh from the esky. We've actually got 15 five-star reviews. So we got well 15 reviews, and our average is five stars. Yes, well, I was just having a look on the dashboard here, and um, average listen time, I think we're up over 171 plays, which is huge compared to what I thought we got. That was just for the first episode too. Yes, that was just the first episode, yeah. and um, that's fantastic. And thank you to all those people that did listen. I hope you just come back and listen again. One person really made an effort, actually. I was looking at it, I don't know, I think maybe the next day or the day after, but someone had listened to it on their Xbox. It was popping up with what devices they had listened to it. That, that's pretty good effort to listen on an Xbox, yeah. I say. Would that be while they're playing something? Or? No, it could be while they're playing something, or like they could, um, instead of using... Uh, DVD player or something like that. People have Netflix and all that installed onto their game game device and just play it onto the TV using that. So they yeah. could have just had that playing. No, like I think we spoke about. I mean, look, we're still short of four billion. But I didn't expect to get that close to four billion yet. But you know, if we keep at it, I'm sure there's four billion people out there. Well, when I've been uploaded and I've been put in, it doesn't pop up on the Spotify or anything. But I put season one. So that implies that there's going to be a season two at some point. How many episodes do you have to have in a season? Uh, up to you. Oh, really? If we if we go after after we get a couple out and we go to that fortnightly basis, 
yeah. um, about 26. That's hard then, keeping the content up. Um, I'd like to get a few non-sports related people that I know on. Um, I did take it out to work with me, but it's a bit hard to find a quiet spot at work to do it. Where, so I might have to try and get some people to come round or go around and see them. I know, because I'd like to get... I don't just want to have sports people on here. We want to have some people that I know from other fields that do other things. Like, you know. Do we know too many other people no. like that, besides family or...? Only the people I work with. Most of them don't like me, but that's all right. Everyone likes a bit of fame and fortune. So you can get... Well, there's no fortune. Could get Very Sam Hooper fame. on to talk about his musical career rather than his sporting career, because it seems to be the more successful area. Well, it'd have to be, yeah. I'd hope so, anyway. And it's me. Can he hold a tune? If he can hold a tune, it's more successful in his sporting career. No, Sam, that's untrue. Sorry. You've come a long way as a football, actually. Actually, you can come a long way up here now. He's down Noosa. Is it? No. Uh, sunny Coast. Yeah. Around, I think, Water. the Lulabar area. For those unaware, I suppose I'm dating this episode a little bit at the moment. There's a lot of water around Gympie and below, down through Brisbane and all that. Uh, there's not a lot up here. It's just dry and hot and humid at the moment. Mm. We're out here um, doing this in the back bar. The fan made a bit too much background noise, so we've got it turned off. But yes, no, no, no birds th- chirping this episode either? No, no. The dog's been very good so far as well. But yeah, look, there's a lot of people we can get on the show. Um, I think you've got a group of friends. Um, Tyler's got a group of friends, and Tyler, Daniel, a few of Daniel's, um, well, they're more gaming people. Daniel himself is in that one. Uh, a gamer by night and a horticulturist by day, Daniel is at the moment. And and a father full-time. Yeah, Joel. And a, and a husband full-time. Oh, he's, he's got friends, but I'm, I don't know how... Probably not any of his friends on, but we could get Joel on one episode. Well, until Joel listens to it, I'm not letting him on. Right? He hasn't even listened to it. And that's a that's another five-star review there, Joel. Well, it would be. Yeah, Joel won't let us down. Yeah. Better, better not, Joel, otherwise he'll be living somewhere Actually, else. that's another another Joel, Joel, Joel Bowen. Hmm. Um, he messaged me just a couple of days ago and asked when the next one's um, coming out. Well, that's very so good, he's, yeah. yeah. He said that he, uh, he, him and his fiance are very, very excited, waiting for the next one to come out. Yes, here you go, Jacob Russell. Great, easy listening. Lisa McNeil, well done, you pair. That's actually the first podcast you'd ever listened to. Uh, she only got halfway through, but that's all right, Lisa. Um, like I say, we'll try and um, involve other things besides football in there. Then, Joel Bowen. This is actually good. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. Uh, Christian Ogilvy. Great first podcast. Unlike Lisa McNeil, I enjoyed the football chat and look forward to hearing more of your interviews as well. Jared Rainsford, Heather Mackay is the goat, hands down. I, I'm, I'm in agreement with him there. I, I can talk all day about goats. At Glenn Hunt, I think I mentioned him before. Well done, Andrew Hodgins and son. Enjoyed listening. Joe Johnson, well done, boys. Didn't hear any esky movement or the tops up. Well, we're having a beer now, Joe. Like I say, it's generally been positive. It's been harder than I thought. Um, and I don't think it'll get any easier. I suppose it's finding the content and the people to do it. Mm. But um, it's been quite enjoyable. It's a bit of fun. That's all That's all it's meant to be. It's not like we're trying to make money out of this or anything. Though I do see the dashboard thing comes up, money or something like that. Yeah, I'm not, that's about. I'm not too so, sure about that, whether maybe people are going to... Are we meant to be advertising? I don't know. Because, I, I mean, if we just advertise something, they've got to contact us in 
give us yeah. money. We we're we're not giving out free advertisement here, except to the beer that we drink. That's right. Which I've actually finished. I finished about five minutes ago. It's really really good beer, actually. Well, you can go and grab another one in a moment if you like, Ben. Just one other thing, though. We're only on the one or two platforms, um, Anchor and Spotify, which seem to be linked anyway. Yes. But I was looking at something that we can put it on other ones, but they need our URL or something like that. We'll, we might have a look at that and see if we can get it. Um, uh, maybe Apple. Yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Because um, I'd like to spread the word. That's one other thing I keep... Remember Tommy Urquhart? He's over in Canada now. Yeah. Tommy, I wish you'd listen, because I want one overseas listener, at least. At the moment, we're 100% Australian. All right, I've, I've sent it on his Instagram thing and that. So if anyone's talking to Tommy or got contact, tell him to listen, or at least play it, even if he doesn't listen to it, all right? Um, no, try, listen to it. I'm trying to think of... I don't think I know anyone else that's overseas. No, I don't. Or if anyone's able to travel, if they're not restricted by COVID or anything else, and you're overseas, just listen to why you're overseas. That's right. That's I don't know whether it'll count as overseas or just go where they're where you're from but no I think I think it only reads where the where it's streaming to yeah it? I think so you know we want to try um, 80% I think we're running at 80% male 20% or 19% female um, 1% I think was non-specified so um, if we could get the um, try and get the female listening up a bit I suppose too so that's probably the football chat maybe though um Heather Mackay, the goat, is a woman. That's, yeah. that's another comment on that post. Jade Rainsford said Heather Mackay is the goat. Hands down. I don't think he knows who she was before you mentioned her, but it's surprising the amount of people that didn't. know a couple of guys at work, a couple of older people like me, did know who she was. Um, they said Valentino Rossi, which I did think I mentioned Valentino Rossi. And you definitely mentioned Kelly Slater. Someone said, oh, what about Kelly Slater? I said, well, Ben mentioned yeah. Kelly Slater. I gave him a special mention. Someone also said Lewis Hamilton. I think it was Jared Rainsford actually said Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Lewis Hamilton, he's a bit like, um, who would you say? Michael Schumacher, who won seven or something. They say he's a bit, I don't know, mechanical almost. A bit like you said about Tom Brady. They sort of one stage he was just a... Good system. A, yeah, a system player. Like, and... Quite often people talk of um, Art and Zenner, the one that passed away in a car crash, that has been the most natural driver. And it sometimes seems that way, like Valentino Rossi, like I said to you the other week. A lot of people say Casey Stoner was the most natural, the fastest rider there. But Stoner was an Australian? Yes, yeah. he was. But yeah, you get that a lot about sports, like the natural people and all that. Like. And if you ever, If you ever want to, if you ever want to speak to us about something that we've forgotten or something in the podcast we have now got an instagram page as well i've um set that up so we're just fresh from the esky no capitals no nothing you search that on instagram you'll be able to find our account i think we've got about 28 followers now um we're only following three people really myself you and joe rogan i thought if we're going to get him on we need to be following him on yes we should on instagram i still not have heard from joe i mean that that does stand, Joe. It's still a standing invitation. Anytime. Might, I might send him a message on the Instagram account and yeah. see if we can get a reply. Yeah. If he can get come down from his natural high that he's always on. Um, because I'd love to have a chat to him. I'm sure we could find some, you know, something to talk about. He's a bit of a controversial character, but 
10 million listeners. That's a bit more than we've got, but um, we've got a bigger target. Big, big stepping stone to that 4 billion if we can get him on and all his listeners as well. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. What type of people do listen to Joe Rogan? Same type of people, you think? How many of our listeners, Joe Rogan podcast listeners? Okay, we've got another... I just was looking through our Q&A just then. Um, Hayden Thomas is another mention that people want to see on the show. Yes, I did see that. Hayden Thomas, um, Tim Grantell even got a mention from his future son-in-law, but that's, that's all right, you know, all counts. Um, that's another thing I was listening... Because I do listen to the opposition, because I'm sure they're out there listening to us. What I don't want to do... I think we've got to get away from gratuitous swearing. I think... We, as society as a whole have we been swearing no we haven't been oh. that's what all podcasters on a whole should society on a whole should I think swearing has lost its meaning I mean people used to swear it had intent it had passion now it's just become an everyday oh, it's 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 thrown around a lot but too much too I much. think some words still have their power really the C word the C word doesn't anymore that's that's only an Australian thing you go over to america and you say that i'm pretty sure they get they do not like that word no. you say in australia it's very oh, well, ingrained it, you in can the be a good c a bad c a, you know you can be lots of c's like you know so we're talking about coward aren't we yes of course we yeah are. what else were we talking about ben there's no other c word you're aware of is there no no but not I, your lips, I, young man. I remember the first time i said it the only time i said it yes it was does. when it was you me and tyler walking into the shopping centre at walking into Stocklands and Tyler asked you the question of he said, Oh hey Dad, what's the worst swear word? And you just instead of saying it, you spelt it out and you said, Oh, probably C U N T And I think I was I would have been pretty young at the time, I think only eight or ten or something. And I just was like sounded out of my head and then I just said it. Just not thinking anything of it. Really? You're looking at me like you don't remember this, but I remember no, I it. I'm pretty sure if you ask Tyler, he'll remember it too. Really? We'll have to ask Tyler. I remember that, it vividly. That's pretty bad parenting on my behalf, <laughs> spelling that out to... So Tyler would have been about 10. I think he could spell. Well, maybe, maybe he was younger, but... Well, Tyler didn't say it. It was just me. Yeah. I think if... Honestly, if you'd ask... If Tyler had asked me, so he would have been about 10 and a half and you about 8. If Tyler had said, if what's the worst swear word, I would have said, oh bloody or something like that well you didn't he asked you that and you, you didn't I never used to use the word myself even no, that's why you spelled it out you didn't yeah. say it yeah but anyway we won't have any of that um, I, I, I mean even comedians use it now to get a laugh I mean really if you can't be funny about swearing you know it's a bit like so many things that it's, you know gratuitous violence we have that too and um but, you know, I don't know, it's hard. I don't know what to do about that. Pornography. What do we do about that, Ben? Did I tell you the story about when I was at primary school? Where's this going? Well, someone bought pornography to school, actually. Obviously, back in this, would have been magazine. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, Playboy. And um, I never saw it. I must have been about grade four, I reckon. I was in grade, grade four. four? Yeah, grade And four. someone in your grade is... I don't know how in my grade... This was a single primary school like like so all yeah. you know there was I think there's about a hundred of us there that was grades prep to six. A hundred altogether. Yes, yes. Yeah. About. What what was the primary school called? Uh, the Markwood Primary School is now closed down. I think that's you've been there. I've shown yeah. you the school. Probably because of this incident. 
No, I don't think so. It lasted. I don't know. It could have been, I suppose. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. And the the headmaster, I think it was Mr. Frank Seal. He said, you know, it was some of the worst pornography he'd seen. So you know, I was picturing him bad pornography. You know, there was some. Awful, I didn't. Even, I don't know if we even used the word pornography. I wouldn't know what that meant. I think they were rude, rude pictures. I mean, oh my God, rude pictures. What have they done? Taking photos of people sitting on the toilets and things like that. Because I couldn't even understand what rude pictures were. And I thought, oh, maybe they've put the camera in the bottom of the toilet bowl or something like that. Just taking photos of the pool or yeah. something? Yeah, well, that's all I could think. This shows how naive I was to the world. Well, I'm thinking, what was, what was, how was it so bad that the, the headmaster would think that's the worst he's ever seen? Well, I don't know what they were. Yeah, look, and what, well, what was shown that it's the worst he's ever seen? Oh, maybe it was a Hustler magazine instead of a Playboy magazine. Hustler was pretty bad at the time. I've ne- never heard of Hustler. I heard of Playboy, never heard of Hustler. Yeah, no, it was a lot, lot. Uh, Playboy and Penthouse. And I've worked at a news agency selling porno mags sometimes. Yeah, I don't think Hustler makes it. Uh, Hustler was very R-rated, you know, very R-rated. You know, like Penthouse and uh, yeah. Playboy, they were very mainstream. Well, I don't, think I don't even think they were the ones that we sold on and think they're a big thing anymore. No, I don't sold suppose some, any of them are now. Sold some they? People magazine. Yeah. Which yeah, is very, um, very uh, kind of secret name. People magazine. You, know, you could have picked that up and thought it was any kind of magazine if there wasn't well, half-naked women and men plastered all over the front of it. It gradually um, got uh, more revealing... It didn't start off like that, People Magazine. People Magazine, I'm sure, was more like the Australian Post. You might have a girl in a bikini on the front and had a lot of... Australian uh, Post? Yeah, there used to be one called Australia Post, I'm sure. It was a bigger, um, an A4 magazine. It was... What, the know, Postal Service put this out? No, that was just what it was called, Australia Post. The, no, the magazine was. Copyright laws there or something. Someone could... Um, Find out, but I'm sure. If you haven't, if you have a copy, copy of it, send it through. Yeah, it'll be old. If you have got a copy, it'll be old. But um, it, that's I'm sure that's what People Magazine started more as, like which was a much more family kind of orientated thing. Like you know, like I say, they had a bikini girl on the front, and but, you know, then had more general topics than that. Like, and then, yeah, it's definitely definitely changed now, then. Oh yes, yes. Well, magazines do they. Does anyone? Yeah, you still see motorcycle magazines and all of that. Yeah, must be hard. News, news agencies. You got the um, New Idea and the Woman's Weekly, the gossip kind of magazines. They sell pretty well. Yeah, I think the New Idea has become one of them, hasn't it? God, it's just yeah, oh, gossip. It's gossip yeah, you'd see. I think it was New Idea and Woman's Weekly. There'd be one on the front cover that used to say like, "Oh, um, Princess Kate and Prince William are divorcing." And the other one would then say that they're just about to have another baby. But they'd yes. be conflicting. They're just making things up. Oh, I don't do. know how they don't get sued more often for defamination or anything like that. Yeah, well, um, Harry and Megan did try and take them to court, didn't they, before they did yeah, their Yeah, I think the that state was some British one. Something. Yeah, and I think they got something. Not that they don't need money. I was going to say, yeah. But, um, yeah, things like that have changed a lot, I suppose. That's... There's our dog, that's Aussie. He's um, going to upset the neighbours, probably. He's pretty good up until that point. Yes, no, and he's pretty good now, actually, so we better not encourage him. Um, I don't... Have you got anything else to discuss, Ben? Um, oh, there he goes again, though. Our dog, yes. Um, oh, I got this, that festival, Saturday. 
if I can, hopefully the rain doesn't impede on it. And they've said about four hours ago, posted on the Facebook saying the event's going ahead as scheduled. Um, hopefully it does go ahead. Or maybe you can give us a review on that. Is, is it a music concert? Yeah, um, music festival, yeah. Festival. So yep. band Spacey Jane, um, Ballpark, oh no, not Ballpark, San, San Cisco are going and playing there. Oh, so well-known two band. of my two of my favourite. They are pretty well known. Are they? Yeah, at the moment, yes. What kind of music? Um, Electro, rap. No, nah, a bit indie, Australian indie. On uh, big Triple J. I hope you're still listening, Lisa. You didn't turn off from the sports talk because here we go, a bit of music talk. As all Australian bands. Uh, both yeah, both of them oh, are Australian, yeah. as far as I know. Yep. I'm very certain they are. Um, yeah, but. Spacey Jane had uh, one of their songs in the top top five in the latest Triple J Hottest 100. Very good. I think San Francisco may have won it before, but I'm not too sure. I think I'm getting them confused with Ballpark again, but they would have had some songs in the top in the years that they released as well. And obviously um, another fair few Australian acts there as well. Yeah, that's a one-stage event or a multi-stage Two-stage. Two-stage. They got... Funny enough, there's this stage and that stage. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah, that's it. Makes sense. I like it. I like it. This stage and that stage. Yeah, yeah music festivals are kind of a big thing. I suppose I, I, suppose I wasn't involved in it. Um, I know they were a big thing in the 60s and early 70s, like, but they made a huge Woodstock. Mm, Woodstock. And yeah. what's the one? Sunbury uh, was the one in Australia. Sunbury. Glastonbury, I think, is real big in... Yes, I think, yeah, yep. And I mean, it wasn't a. It's not a. There's Lollapalooza. Who's he? In no, that's an American festival. Oh, I'm pretty sure it? it's Lollapalooza. Yeah. Um, and what's the big one that Freddie Mercury did? It's not the. Oh, I just oh, did that yeah, AIDS that benefit the, concert, yeah. but that was. I see videos and pictures of the crowd there. It's yes, that was very large. That was at, I think that was at Wembley Stadium. Actually, while we're on the music, um. As you know, earlier this year, um, Meatloaf passed away, and I think about 12 months earlier, his collaborator, uh, songwriter Jim Steinman, passed away as well. And gee, I heard a lot about you know Meatloaf and Jim Steinman with their over-the-top lyrics or over-the-top music, their cheesy lyrics and stuff like that. And I thought, really? I thought, you know, it was just some music. It was something different at the time. Like um, it was very very um what would you say like had a lot of a lot of music a lot of choral choral music you'd call it and um i don't know about his um lyrics being cheesy i thought they were things of the time and that some of it was a bit cheesy dancing my pants i suppose stuff like that but paradise by the dashboard light um took the words right out of they were bad out of hell yeah oh the bad out of hell album i think a lot of people would have been the soundtrack of their you know, youth, like, you know, it was, I'm sure every, every, um, that's our dog, Ozzy, he's upset about something, probably, come here, Ozzy, come here. Um, well, I remember Meatloaf mostly from, like, I mean, I obviously didn't grow up with his music or anything like that, but I grew, grew up with you playing it, but mainly from that grand final performance he did at halftime, which apparently was one of the worst ones of yes. all time, as I've heard, yeah. but... I remember, I remember seeing after he passed away, apparently he was very sick when mm. he did that and he just didn't didn't tell anyone and he still wanted to play it. Yeah, 
And I thought a lot of it was the sound, the sound system even, as well. I, I don't, I don't even really remember it. No. He was in a Batmobile, so I think someone got that a bit wrong. Like, I mean, Meatloaf was a he was a performer. He was he was very good. I thought. Um, like I say, it was something different, and um, I don't suppose you know it's not heavy metal or anything like that. But it was um, heavier than a lot of stuff around at the time, if you like or, or louder and more out there, I suppose. And Jim Steinman, he he made a name for himself with that type of music, and I think Meatloaf was the guy that performed it best. But people seem to forget. Um, I think Barbara Streisand had a hit with a Jim Steinman song. Air Supply had a hit. Barry Manilow had a song of theirs. Bonnie Tyler's had two huge hits. Um, I think "Waiting for a Hero" and um, "Total Eclipse of the Heart." They were both Jim Steinman's songs. So I just don't like the way some people seem to—they get a bit highbrow about things after. Like even ABBA, ABBA was huge in the seventies. Then, then it became well, why? Who was listening to that? Lots of people did. Millions of people. I think ABBA's making a kind of a resurgence at the oh, moment. Oh, now, so, yeah. now they're back in fashion. Again. Dancing Queen definitely yes, is. Played yeah. at clubs. It's. Hmm. I think yeah, there was a YouTuber in America, David Dobrik, who used to use it in his videos, and I think that made it big resurgence over in America. Yeah, and even Kylie Minogue, she's embarrassed by some of her early stuff, like the locomotion, and I should be so lucky. Well, spinning around. Yeah. Well, I'd be embarrassed by that one actually. <laughs> but you know, people bought those records. You should be saying things like that. Don't don't get above yourself. Anyway, um, we're nearly time to wrap this up. I think Ben. I think so. Yes. Um, so we will. Heather Mackay will make. Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah. We would love to hear from Heather or some member of a family or something. If someone could tell us uh, where Heather is these days, and that. Um, like I say, even if a, she doesn't want to get do an interview, she can send in a letter or send yes. us a text or. Something. Yeah, because I think more people need to know about Heather Mackay. Like, it's a bit of an unknown. I, I was surprised how many people said, "So who is Heather Mackay? Who was she?" Well, I said, "Yeah, I hadn't heard of her." No, at all. No, no. But um, look her up on Wikipedia, people, or that. But yeah, Heather Mackay, if you're out there, give us a shout, and we'll, um, we'd love to have you on. Um, but yeah, like Ben said, just um, let us know where you're going, how you're going, and and um. I think we'll leave it Give at that. Give us a message then. on the Fresh from the SU Instagram yeah, account and, now. Yeah, and there's no reason, even she is about 80, 85, no reason she can't have all that kind of stuff, is it? No, yeah, no. Yeah, because, you know, you help me, I'm sure someone helps her with that. Rightio, um, well, we'll wrap it up at that. Like I say, I'm working on getting another guest on. I'm trying to um, have in, in discussions at the moment, so we should have that by episode four, but... Um, Thank you for bearing with us. I hope you stay with us after our episode one and two. Um, like I say, apologise for the audio and two. I hope this comes hope, over much yeah, better. Yeah, I think, I think this one should. Right on. Thank you, Ben, and good night. All right.